this week we're talking about how just by changing the words that you use, you can get much better results. You can have a lot more clients. You can be getting a lot more of your leads converted into clients, and you're just going to have clients have a better process. They're going to have a better experience. It all comes down to the words you use. Are you using words that create friction or create comfort? The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 287 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, and today we're talking about words. Yes, this is super exciting, fancy shit today. We're talking about words because a lot of you, a lot of us, a lot of agents, salespeople in general in, in all industries, we talk over the heads of people. Okay? I've talked about this a trillion different times. When you are using industry jargon that people don't understand, uh, they're never going to hire you because you're talking over them. There's no connection there, right? But I'm talking even today. This episode is diving even deeper than that. It's it's even more simplistic, and at at the base level, right? Using words like piece of paper instead of contract. If you use certain words, you can reduce the friction. You can eliminate friction. You can eliminate um, skepticism and doubt and worry and concern, and you can actually create comfort. You can create confidence in the clients just by the words you use. So I'm going to run you through a few of those and uh, and explain what I'm talking about. And these little shifts can make a huge difference in your business. Uh, but you've got to first know what you're saying and audit that, and then know how to improve it. What what are you currently saying and then how can you make it better? What should you be saying instead? And that's what we're going to break down. Uh, last weekend, we had our very first power day here in Salt Lake. It was absolutely incredible. Um, it was Father's Day weekend and we still had a, a pretty awesome turnout here in Salt Lake. We had, so Saturday was the all-day workshop, super impactful, Loved the participation. Every everyone got great shit out of it, which was super cool to see. Uh, and then the night before, we had dinner at my place. We had a catered dinner at my house. It was cool to kind of you know break the ice, network a bit, get to know each other, find out you know what's important to learn the you know during the weekend. Power Day, I believe, was a huge success. And as a result, we're go- we're going to be doing more of them. So um, I'm I'm announcing three more dates. Uh, rather than just doing one at a time, because I know everyone's schedules are kind of weird and, and most of the questions are, hey, let me know when your next one is. Um, and then I'm like, well, it's going to be on August 26th. And they're like, oh shit, I can't make that. What about the next one? So I'm just going to release three dates. The next three power days uh, are available. You can you can register right now, powerdayevent.com and uh, go get those quickly. And uh, the pricing right now, since we're first releasing them, half off. You guys can get half off Power Day. Uh, now that we've gotten the first one out of the way, and I believe the timing is better, we're not butting up against um, Father's Day. These will these are going to sell out a lot faster. And there's only 20 spots available for each. So jump on it right away, powerdayevent.com. All the details about the workshop, the, this done with you, show up, actually you know, make an impact on what you need in your business. That's all happening at Power Day. You can get all the info at powerdayevent.com and uh, and 
all of our events until the end of the year are available for registering. So go check that out immediately. And then in the next week or so, we're going to have the registration page open for our coming, our upcoming AI course. This course is going to teach you all the different tools out there, how to clone your voice, how to create video, how to do so many things that right now are taking a lot of your time or are needing you to hire someone else. We're going to show you how to use AI tools to get so much more done in your business and ultimately sell a bunch more homes, be much more profitable, have less monthly expense because you don't need a big team or you need uh you don't need as big of a team now as long as you're using the right AI tools. And this course is going to be super awesome. So stay tuned in the next week or so. And we'll have the um, we'll have pre-registration for the AI course. Damn, they need to come up with a better name than AI. It's just hard to say. Actually, it's not. That's pretty fucking simple. Maybe I just need to learn how to talk. There's that. Guys, with BAM and BAMX, they don't just tell you what to do. They teach you exactly how to do it. There's a lot of information out there. It's like, do these things, right? But then you're like, well, well, what about in this scenario? And what about this? And then what's step three and step four? Like, you know, there's there's missing pieces. BAMX solves that. You can learn Canva 101 from Haley Ingram from Coffee and Contracts. She's a Canva whiz. Objection handling course. There's a green screen videos course. There's even the ultimate Instagram course by the broke agent himself over on BAMX. And you can get all of that for as little as 10 bucks a month. You can get a discount 10% off by using the code MASSIVE over at massiveagentpodcast.com slash BAMX. Go check that out right away. Awesome platform they've built over there and get yourself a discount with the code MASSIVE. And last bit of housekeeping, we have just opened the Massive Agent Society for new members. Once again, massiveagentsociety.com. This is my coaching group. If you guys want to work with me, if you want more of this, but you want this to be like a two-way conversation where you can ask questions and get feedback and network and get referrals and all of it, you need to find out more about the Massive Agent Society. Go to massiveagentsociety.com right now. Register while it's open. We're going to be open for a week or so, and then it'll be closed for again. We don't keep it open all the time, just because um, you know we we want to make sure that we get the right people who are action takers. I think we've done a great job. The culture in inside the society is badass. We have we the majority of members are sticking around for you know nine, ten, eleven, twelve plus months. They're action takers. They're invested in their business. They are. Uh, they're selling a bunch of homes. They're making moves. I'm telling you, I believe we've created the most powerful, most impactful, most well-rounded coaching group in the industry. It's not just telling you what to do. We're working on reprogramming your mind so that you can actually believe that you're someone capable of making a million dollars a year. If you don't believe it, you'll never do it. Right. There's certain exercises and and uh, tactics and strategies that we teach you that we walk your hand through that will help you think like a top producer. You're going to level up in so many different ways: your health, your fitness, your happiness, your your business, your money, your finances, tax situation, all of it. You need to be part of the Massive Agent Society. If any of that speaks to you, and you're not going to massiveagentsociety.com right now, I don't know what else to do for you. But if you're not, if you're like, well, I don't know about this, I don't know, whatever limiting belief, whatever friction is coming up for you, that is a sign that you need to get past that thing because that limitation is literally holding you back. So if you're thinking that sounds great, but I don't know about this, but you need it. 
you're the type of person who will thrive within the Massive Agent Society. So right now, while it's open, take advantage. Join the group right away. We'll see, we'll see you in there. I mean, I love opening up the group because we get a, an influx of, of hungry, ambitious agents at all different areas. Some are brand new in the industry and some are selling 200 homes a year and everything in between. It's super cool. So excited to meet you. Let's talk about these words, okay? I, uh, I know that in the beginning when I was selling homes years ago, when I first became an agent, January 2011 is when I first got my license. I spoke in generalities. I thought I had to speak formally. I had to be all professional and blah, blah, blah. And so when you do it, you, you think you have to use big words. But what happens is those big words, those important words that have a lot of heaviness to them, like contract or form an agreement, those cause friction. When you use words like that, you cause friction with your clients or your potential clients. They may never become clients because you freak them out because you're using big authoritative words that sound scary. What if instead of saying, hey, sign this contract, here, I just need your signature on this contract, you say, hey, just scribble on this piece of paper for me. Just write your name here on this piece of paper. And because you're handing them a contract, they know it's not just like a blank piece of paper that they're you know, doing a fucking stick figure on, obviously. But how informal is that? It, it, there's so much less pressure when you say, I just need you to you know, scribble on this piece of paper. Try this stuff out. Uh, when I first really thought about this and started doing this in my business, I'm like, this is so simple. I'm just making things sound less heavy, less... Um, you know, like there's no going back than they are, right? You're still accomplishing the same thing rather than calling it a contract or an agreement or a form, call it a piece of paper. It's not that hard. Piece of paper has no friction to it. Piece of paper is informal. It's easy. There's not a lot of pressure with that. Another, another thing you can use, or let's start with what you could replace. We need you to get pre-approved. We need you to get your pre-approval letter. You need to get pre-qualified first. Well, there's a lot of formality to that. There's a lot of pressure involved in that. There's a lot of seriousness, and that scares a lot of people away. You've seen it. When you say, we, hey, let's get pre-approved, they, they kick the can down the road. They're like, eh, I don't know, because it sounds intimidating, just like contract and agreement. It sounds intimidating. Okay? Let me go back to the contract thing. If you're having them sign a buyer-broker agreement, Instead of calling it the buyer broker agreement, have it for them, explain it to them and just say, you know, this piece of paper just outlines the relationship and the responsibilities that I have to you as your agent. You can explain it further than that, of course, but when you explain what it does, they want it rather than you feeling like you have to convince them to sign something that is not in their best interest. See, where you come at it mentally is everything. If you feel like you're having to convince them to do something that is in your best interest and not theirs, you're already fucked. First off, is that really the place you want to be in as a real estate agent? Like, Think about this. Look, and we've all done it, but if that's how you're approaching the situation, no wonder people are, are saying, you know what? I need to think about it first. I need to wait. I need to go talk to my spouse first. Um, you know, Let me take this home and read it over and then I'll get back to you. It's because they're intimidated. They're freaked out. They think it's this super fancy formal thing that they're locked into for life and they have to like, you know, it's this blood oath, this fucking pinky swear. Now it's official, but do you really need to scare them? 
is it required that you scare them and intimidate them? Of course not. So it's not a contract. It's not a buyer broker agreement. It's a piece of paper that puts in writing your relationship to them, your responsibilities to them as, as their agent, your fiduciary responsibility. So then they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like I better sign that. So then you're responsible to do these things for me, right? Words matter. And the way you approach them mentally matters as well. So back to the pre-approval letter, getting pre-approved, you've seen a lot of people drag their feet on this. Why? They're intimidated. It sounds so formal. It sounds like it's going to take a long time. It sounds like, uh, you know, there's no going back. Well, what if you just call it knowing your budget? So instead of, hey, we need a pre-approval letter from a reputable mortgage lender before we can let you into this house. What if you just say, hey, we need to know your budget. We need you to show this that shows your budget, right? When they understand, when you have a buyer that understands that it's going to benefit them when they go home shopping, it's going to benefit them when they start looking for homes that they actually know what their budget is. They actually know what they can afford. They actually know what those payments look like. They're empowered, right? Not punished. (laughs) So, change pre-approval letter to know your budget. Let's find out what your budget is. Okay, that huge shift makes a big difference. Another thing, when you're meeting with a seller and you're you know, telling them all the different things you're going to do for them, you're trying to win them over so that they list with you and you're trying to impress them, right? Well, this is where a lot of agents just assume that everyone knows how certain things work. For example, Um, when I used to do listing presentations, I would say we run Facebook ads and then we run this and we put it on the MLS and we do blah, 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 blah. And I would just list things, assuming that they actually understood what the fuck those mean. So rather than saying, we'll run a Facebook ad, we'll do this thing with your listing instead of the Facebook ad. What if you just explain what the Facebook ad will do? So you say, Hey, when you list with us, we actually can pinpoint the ideal buyer, the people who are most likely going to be interested in buying your house, and we put the ad right in front of them, and we do it repeatedly over and over and over. And that has shown us, over time, we've seen that people are much more likely to come see the house and then buy it when we do these. You just explained a Facebook ad. So what most agents do is say, we run Facebook ads for your listing, but then you take it a step further and explain what that actually does. We can pinpoint the the people who are most likely to buy your house and we put your listing in front of them over and over and over every time they open their phone. A seller is going to hear that and be like, holy shit, I want that. But if you say we run Facebook ads, it's just like, okay, cool. They run Facebook ads. Words matter. Change the way you approach it and you're going to change the results you're getting in your business. Another one that kind of goes back to the contract versus piece of paper When you say, I need you to sign this, I need your signature, I know it sounds stupid and you're probably like, I would never say this. Well, what if you just said scribble or I need your John Hancock? When you say that, as dorky as that is, it's also not as intimidating as I need your signature. I need you to sign this contract. Scribble, write your name on this contract. Put your name here, right? scribble, put your name here, your John Hancock, whatever you want to call it. It just 
takes the, you're saying the same thing, but in a way that has less friction, less heaviness, less intimidation attached to it. Another thing I hear all the time is agents are advertising a home value report or a, you know, here's your CMA report. Well, no one wants a fucking report because when you were growing up, what was the, like the last thing that you ever wanted to happen to your life? Like the, the worst case scenario for your life when you were in grade school was what? Having to do a report, a book report, a report on this a report on that. It's like, it was like punishment. So we're, we're wired from an early age to not like reports. Reports are boring. They take a long time. They're, it's just not something you want, right? A report card. I mean, my God, unless you're like the nerdiest of the nerds, like who the fuck wants a report card? I never wanted my report card. I'm like, keep that thing away from me and definitely keep it away from my parents. By the way, I think I graduated with like a 2.8 in high school or some shit. Um, did not do the SATs. We did ACTs and I, I don't know. My score was average 2.8, like whatever, right? doesn't even matter in hindsight at all. But, uh, you guys all know what I'm talking about. No one wants the report card. No one wants to do a book report. So then when you say, Hey, we'll give you this report. People are like oh, a report. When you hear the word report, it sounds like there's a lot of work involved to consume it. Like it's this big, long thing that they have to clear their afternoon just to read through and dissect right? And decipher. So stop saying home value report. Stop saying CMA report. You can call it a guide. You could call it a worksheet. You could call it a breakdown. You could call it a summary. You could call it a one pager, right? All of these, you're saying, once again, you're saying the same damn thing. You're just saying the same damn thing, just in a much more effective way, that removes friction and can actually make people more comfortable versus scare them away. There's so many other ways to do this. I'll go back to what I said in the beginning. When you use words that are too big, like uh, you know, conforming loan limits, or you know, even when you say conventional mortgage, not everyone knows what a conventional mortgage is. So what if you say this mortgage will let you buy the house with only 5% down or 3% down or 10% or whatever the hell, right? And and you say, and then this is not FHA. FHA has certain things that, that you know can make it take longer, make it more expensive with a, you know mortgage insurance and all the bullshit, right? So rather than just saying conventional mortgage or FHA mortgage or VA or this or that, assume they don't know what that means. Assume that you have to explain the concept from the beginning. And when you do, then you actually are explaining why they want that thing, why that thing will help them. And when you do, they're going to be more receptive to your advice, more ex more accepting of your guidance, and they're going to want more of it. So they'll hire you. You will get better business results. You will convert more leads to clients. You will get more clients taking action and writing offers and moving forward with you if you use better words that are less scary, less formal, less heavy, and don't have that feeling of this is the end of the road. There's no going back here, right? This is once I sign this thing, my life is over. I'm locked in forever. Now that may be the case, but it's also not that heavy, right? People cancel deals all the time. They they um, walk away from contracts all the time, right? Like it's it's not like they're signing in blood. So don't make it feel like they are. For the love of God, you're going to get better results that way. Uh, so. If you want your videos to work better, don't use big words. 
conforming loan limits. The FHFA just increased conforming loan loan limits in the county from, you know, 700 to 780. Okay. Well, what does that actually mean? Instead of just regurgitating the headline, which no one fucking understands, most agents don't even understand what the hell the FHFA is. I know what it is. I don't know what they do. They're just another, you know, alphabet soup agency within the government. Who knows what the fuck they do? So consumers know even less than we do as professionals. So instead you say, you know what? The government just made it more attainable to buy a house, to buy your dream house, to buy your next house, to, to um, you know, to move up, to, to get that larger house, to get more bedrooms for your expanding family, to do this, that, or the other. The government just made it possible. They just, uh, they just loosened, they loosened the guidelines to make it easier to get the, the size of mortgage that you need. That's ultimately what you're saying. The words matter. Explain what it does, why they want it, and they will want it. They, they already want these things. Your job is to just get out of their way so that, and show them, here's the thing that you want. Here's how it works. You're trying to accomplish this, then you need A, B, and C, and here's how they work. The words you use make all the difference. Audit what you're saying to your clients. If you're getting a lot of people waiting or talking to their spouse or reading it over, you've scared them. You've scared them. So find out where that's happening. Find out where you're scaring people and figure out how to reword it, how to rephrase it, how to reposition it so that they are wanting to move forward rather than hesitant to or fearful of or just like biting the you know like biting their lip and doing it anyways. This doesn't need to be an adversarial relationship with your clients. And for the best agents, those that sell the most homes, it's not adversarial. It's a partnership. They're both wanting the same thing. You and your client want the same thing. So once you learn how to communicate that you can get them the thing that they actually want and not scare them along the way, which makes them pause, right? The confused mind says no. The confused mind stands still. The, you know, if you're scared, you do nothing, right? You get the point. Audit your words, change your words, improve your words, use better words, and you will sell more homes. I guarantee it. Thank you for listening this week. Make sure you go register for Power Day while they're still uh, while there's still tickets, there's only 20 per date. So go check out the dates. Go get the information. Powerdayevent.com. We'll see you guys there. The first one, we learned a lot of great stuff that uh, we're going to improve on for the next one. It's going to be at least two, three, four times better than the first Power Day, which was pretty epic in and of itself. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. <laughs>